Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. now for The Drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville, Mark Ennis. Dave Skull. Hi. It's Monday. You okay? I'm great. What? <laughs> you sound like Adam Silver. Great. Congratulations. Adam I'm great. Silver. What a night he had. He, 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 the, an actual live experience of too much of a good thing yeah. uh, for Adam Silver. We can talk about that uh, among um, other uh, things. This sucked. This weekend sucked. Yeah, I didn't like it. Can I be honest with you? I didn't like any of this weekend. Not I didn't like it. any of it. it, it Not wasn't, one thing. Like, the basketball was bad. Yesterday was a major letdown for, for us women's basketball fans. Um, the All-Star game, whatever. Donovan was terrible in the three-point shooting contest. Uh, it was too cold to play golf. Like, I just didn't have anything to do. I, not a lot of redeeming qualities for this weekend. Like, the only good thing, my sister was in town. But for everything else... Zero out of ten would not recommend. No, I didn't enjoy any of us. You're exactly right. Yeah. Snowing. Screw all this. I didn't ask for any of this. Pittsburgh asserted their dominance. I didn't vote for any of this. My <laughs> God, I know, right? <laughs> a little ridiculous. What has happened? And then, and then like a new... We'll get into it, but like a new round of... I guess because of Jeff Cable, like a new round of, well, look what he's done in six years. It's like, dude, yeah. you're good with four losing seasons before we get... Two winning seasons? Oh, like, we're, not, I don't understand. we're not entertaining this. We're not. But I'm saying, like, even the fact that anybody even went down that road, I was right. just like, guys, come on. <laughs> and by, besides that, he won, like, 30 games in his first two years, so it's not even a comparison. But come on, man. Like, you want four years of losing for, for a second-round NCAA uh, uh, exit? Like, is this what we're doing? Come on. <laughs> You want to know what felt like rock bottom to me out of everything this weekend? And I went ahead and tweeted it so that, so that I, well, because I can't keep any thoughts in my head anymore. But we keep we keep saying rock bottom, and then we just like Here's pull out, we pull out right. the you know the the, the hammer and yep. just start. Yep. <laughs> we can keep going, yeah. keep <laughs> going. Rock bottom for me was having the realization that despite the fact that he was doing the lazy uh, former coach advocating. For future former coach yeah. during game uh, thing, I had the the at least the fleeting momentary thought. I I like Josh Pastner calling games. I I thought he was 
He was, with the exception of that, I thought he was uh, self-effacing. It was kind of funny at times. He's For, super w- awkward too, though sometimes. But that's great. fun in a game where they've got to fill. Sure. And except for when he filled it with the stuff no one wants to hear. But other than that, I I enjoyed him, and and I didn't like how it felt to like him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I don't know how to say it than that. <laughs> I just love it because. He's so awkward that every once in a while he'll he'll just go down a, a a trail and lose his words. I mean, we've all done it, but like he he ends up ending it in the most awkward way possible. Like he was trying to talk about finding the hot hand on Saturday night, and he was like, "A lot of opportunities well, for mistakes here." They're doing a, a good job as a team. They're 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 finding the uh, the hot guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, keep that to yourself, Josh. Let's stay like, professional okay, here, John. buddy. Like, all right, let's get the horny bonk okay, out. Yeah, like, Josh all right, buddy. Has a type. <laughs> a bunk on the head, man. Go to horny jail. <laughs> but like, it's just—he's so awkward that he can't help it. You but know? it's innocent, right? Like, you know, he doesn't mean anything by it. But it's no. hilarious. It's like yeah, kids talking about stuff they don't know. I mean, let you below. Okay. <laughs> I mean, aren't we all? Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> let the man live. Among us. <laughs> oomst, oomst. <laughs> we have to try to find the humor oh, because yeah. right now we are trudging there's just there's no other word for what we're doing than just trudging through muddy ground just ground just terrain there's there's nothing to see there's nothing to do there's nothing to stop and enjoy really don't even have like the world's biggest rubber band ball that we can but take we're a look close at. yeah we're getting there maybe caleb glenn is the world's biggest rubber band well ball. they're a little you know what i mean like something darts off in the distance oh that's okay fine. That could be nice, right? But that's that's yeah. what's happening, uh, and for in a weird way, it, the last night's All Star game. We don't have to spend a ton of time on it, but it's relevant. <laughs> I promise that it is relevant. Last night felt like kind of the the perfect culmination of complaints about basketball. In that, I don't know one person who can sincerely say. They enjoyed watching that All Star game last night. I don't know one like, person that watched the All Star well, game. Well, I last did. Night. I did. You and, watched and it I all? Hated it. Ugh. Yeah, I can't. Like, I if I I turn it on, you know, it's been like this for years. I watch a few minutes, and it's just the same thing over and over again. It's dribble, 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 shoot a forty foot three pointer, or like try to do a fancy in game dunk. You know, it's just it's so bad. It's not. It's nothing. To me, like it's not entertaining. Well, I was was just joking with uh, with Dina and some of the other guys here right before we came on. For for most of my life, professional basketball has been played with it with probably two, maybe three, sometimes even four people you would never want to shoot the basketball, <clears throat> all on the floor at the same time. Right? Well, yeah. So like in the early two thousands, it was uh, the West. Would start like Duncan, Garnett, and Shaq. <laughs> Those would be the two or, starting fours in the, in the, the center. Like ben Wallace. And then the backcourt may not even be two shooters. You might right. have like uh, McGrady or no, whatever. Like it. Yeah. It wasn't, and now it wasn't great. Everyone can shoot. And it was almost a mockery. Yeah. The degree to which they were scoring in that game almost mocked everyone. And then the guys, very obviously, not caring at all. Luca. Played in that game. You know what he looked like? He looked like Joe Flacco. 
Remember how we were joking about Joe Flacco being at that stage of his career where he doesn't want to bend at the waist? Yeah. Remember that you know, because of his age? That's what he looked like. He looked like a guy who's like, oh, I'm also at that. Yeah, he has part to groan to tie his shoes like I do. Right, yeah. right. I'm 45 years old. But that's that's what he looked like. And I thought Scott Van Pelt said it perfectly. If you don't care, I don't care. Yeah. And that whole game was, I don't care. If it was 10 Steph Curry's out there, it wouldn't have looked any different. If you had asked me, do I want to watch that or like Rock and Jock? From 20 years ago, I'm going rock and jock. Let's see. I'd rather watch Frankie Munez uh, pull up from three. Daisy Fuentes shoots the 100 point basket. Yes. Richard Marks with a bandana on. They they (laughs) definitely care more than what I saw last night. And, like, here's the thing All Star games go through this. Like, the Pro Bowl, they can't play it anymore. Right. They can't do it. It's it's they've accepted it, they had to change it because it's just no way to meaning play a meaningful football game, uh, all star game like with, right. where, where you don't have real stakes. It's not worth it to anyone. They try to, but when you try to tweak it, you know the NHL is going through that, especially the physical games. Uh, they tried to make the MLB All Star Game uh, determine home field advantage, which was the this worst. This time it counts. The worst idea of all time. Like, here's how we fix it: we make this exhibition mean something to. The World Series. What an awful idea. One of the worst ideas of all time. There are things that you can do in basketball to make it better. I mean, they incentivized the in-season tournament this year, and I realize it's not exactly the same, but they obviously really cared about splitting the 500000 extra dollars. You know, it's not even if you're making $40 million a year, it's not completely insignificant. A lot of guys on that team aren't, you know, and the guys on rookie contracts in the, in the uh, All-Star game aren't making crazy money yet. It's crazy money to us, but, you know. Um, a couple years ago, they did the Elam ending. That was great. At least you see them play like intense ball for five minutes, 10 minutes of gameplay, whatever, at the end of the game. That's interesting. But whatever that was last night is not interesting. It hasn't been interesting in years. You know, these things don't last forever. No. Right. There was the time. Not a lot of people were even, I don't, you've probably caught these on replay or something at some point i actually did the replay signal like that, that. Yeah. and we're going to the monitor me and you i was like louisville's <laughs> about to get hosed the monitor? What I'm trying yeah. to tell you. <laughs> they used to show it's it, they're so old they're in black and white home run derby yeah like the original home run derby and it's still kind of fun now but even now we have to sort of constantly keep tweaking it it was way more fun 25 years ago to but me. there was no but like the the ones in like the 60s yeah. there's nobody there like they would do it at just like a yeah. american legion field somewhere <laughs> and these guys are just cranking on runs with yeah. no one even there and they ultimately sort of had to change it up you know quite a bit uh, but now none of that stuff sort of seems to be nearly as important when it comes to like playing an actual game like you said the pro bowl it doesn't matter anymore and I don't know what it is about the the players in sort of the 80s and 90s. Maybe the money just hadn't gotten to the place where it is now. But, like, every scintilla of extra basketball or extra football or extra whatever is now riskier than the fun was in the past. Yeah. Because now no one wants to get hurt. No one wants to risk anything. And it's completely taken the fun out of everything. No one likes the feeling of, like, all these guys are just trying to get through this. And that's how it felt. Even though they were scoring, like like they had turned all the sliders to 99. It wasn't fun 
at all. And yeah. I hate that because it's supposed to be an exhibition, and I don't know what it is about it that they just we can't get a little effort out of it. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, the thing about that is it's not good. There's nothing fun about watching five guys on the court only play one way because nobody's really playing defense. It's not basketball. Like uh, we we like the three point competition because it's standard set. You know, like everybody's doing the same thing, even though they've done tweaks out of the. You know, you have a money rack, which I find stupid. <laughs> and all like it's just you can't just leave well enough alone and have five racks with a money ball on each rack. Can't just do that. You have to have a money rack and a couple of extra balls at the you know at the shaded on the whatever. Like the whole thing is just it's it's convoluted. But at least you have some kind of like standard. And that's all they're doing is shooting three-pointers. But now the all-star game is just shooting three-pointers and running. Yeah. That's that's right. pretty much it. Like, because nobody's playing defense. There's nothing intriguing about it. You're not even shooting over somebody. And Lucas still managed to get blocked by the rim. Yeah. Which is hilarious. That'll happen. And now I, I did tweet. It was nice of them to have Louisville's defensive scheme on full display in the game. Sure. And I, but I, I want you to know that my original thought, but I just didn't want to hear from Kentucky Trolls, was going to be like a bunch of former Kenny's players running Kenny's current defense, uh, which is what that game was last night. It was, was not fun. Of, did you see? I did laugh at this. There was a, uh, the, a tweet from the SEC. <laughs> it said eight former SEC players in the, in the All-Star game. Most, the most of any, of any conference. conference. And it's seven UK players that Anthony, Anthony Edwards, Edwards is just like, like shoved what are you in the doing middle. In here? <laughs> they didn't even put him up front. They put him like in the middle so he barely tell. <laughs> like this is an ultimate finesse what? job here. You know what we should have done? Sofro, get on this. We need an ESPN Louisville. Like, I need you to make a graphic where it's like ESPN Louisville and the SEC combined for eight NBA All-Stars. Which is basically what that graphic was. That was hilarious. We could have said the state of of Kentucky. Uh, Colleges from the state of Kentucky had eight eight All-Stars. It's the same thing the SEC did. Exactly. (laughs) Seven from Kentucky and Donovan Mitchell. It does make me sad uh, because I, I don't know what it is. Again, there was a time where... It, it, look, it was never like Game 7 of the NBA Finals or anything, but it mattered. The players took a lot of individual pride in it. I mean, you, David Robinson and Shaq went oh, at yeah. it. And I can remember when I was young, Dan Marlowe was like an alternate, and he ends up being the MVP of the All-Star. It was like a big deal. People were like, who the hell is this guy? And he was really good Yeah. Uh, in that game. And there's just nothing like that. Thunder now. Dan. Thunder Dan. Did I just, uh, is it as simple as the money? Is that a part of it? Texas says, I bet KP loved the All-Star game. That's what I'm saying. Like, I've been too. saying that for weeks is that we basically watch the NBA All-Star game every time we watch our team play. And it's sad, but um, is it as simple as the money? Did the money change everything? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, as well as free agency and stuff like that, where it was less like hate and vitriol between players because you might become teammates the next year. Like, you know how people always, the old heads always look at, at modern players. So they don't hate each other enough. Yeah, you know stuff like that where they're all too chummy. Man, I think I'll, I think I'm right on the precipice of saying something that my father would like, which makes me nervous. Yeah, when it comes to this stuff, uh, God rest his soul here. But it does seem to me like in the '80s and '90s, th- those guys were crazy, and that what mattered to them more than anything else was that everyone knew you better not mess with me. Yeah, all of them. And now it's. It seems like the attitude is, is entirely the opposite. 
and that it's it's all about just getting through this without ending up in someone else's viral moment in the all-star game it's don't get dunked on. it's entirely risk avoidance uh yes that's exactly right don't get dunked on don't get nutmegged whatever and it and don't and don't get hurt it's every sport it's, i mean ever since pete rose you know uh just uh ran fossey at the plate in in basically into this career like that's we talk about that some people talk about it longingly <laughs> like this is how the all-star game used to be but money was different back then yeah everything the stakes were different you know uh, the tv contracts were smaller everything was smaller now i mean there's there's load management you know we we rest stars during the season you know they have 65 game minimums for the mvp because they have to in their mind you know because of risk for because of load management like there's just not nearly as much like when it comes to something like a and i'm not somebody who's like oh i don't play defense isn't that the 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 nature of the game like people just aren't going to 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 go after each other physically that weekend and it's quite frankly when you combine that with the fact that like you said everybody can shoot which is reflected in those stats that you sent to me earlier today like literally everybody in the league can shoot almost almost everybody yeah there are pretty much everybody on all-star weekend with the exception of like two players on each team are are good three-point shooters or at least decent three-point shooters and that's what they're all gonna do that or every once in a while they might break to the rim and try to try to dump. It's about it. How many mid range jumpers are in the All Star game? Yeah, and I, you know I'm not like what about the mid range jumper or whatever happened to using I'm the like, using is, the backboard. This is what basketball right. NBA is. This is just that without any defense, you know, like without any at all. And that's what you get. You get two eleven to one ninety four, whatever it was, like something absolutely obscene. That's fine. It's just not basketball, and it's not entertaining. Like, just more offense doesn't always equal more entertainment. Like, this is this is the ultimate example of that. Like, they would like to, it's not entertaining to me to see you do it on nobody to, to score two hundred eleven points against air, which is basically what the All Star game is. It really was. And if you think we're overreacting to this, Adam Silver's reaction and like his tone of voice and congratulating the winners after the game, he was like, "I'm mad at all of you." Yeah. You know, I, right. Like, I'm so disappointed in all of you. You somehow made something awesome look horrible uh, by not basically not playing the other half of it. Uh, and part of it, I, I don't know what they're going to do. It's weird. Like, sometimes rules changes continually sort of go towards what's going to result in more scoring, more excitement. Football does this. Basketball does this. But Kirk Goldsberry, who we've, we've had him on uh, before, wrote the great book Sprawl Ball about how the three-point shots kind of ruin basketball, basically. The 73-9 and nine Warriors were the number one offense in the NBA. In this season's NBA, they would be the number 21 offense. There are 20 offenses in the NBA right now better than the 73-9 and nine freaking Golden State Warriors, who we called the lineup of death. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. And the Everyone 67 and 15 ones for the year after were the number one NBA offense in history to that point. They would be 18th. <laughs> Over half the league's better than the previous best offense of all time. Yes. Yes. Let's hear. If you guys want to hear the uh, the contempt and the voice, hear the voice yeah. uh, of Adams, if you want to know what it's like for your father to find out uh, to find like beer in your closet when you're 14, this I, is it. I do know what that sounds like. Again. <laughs> and to the Eastern Conference All Stars, you scored the most points. Well. 
Congratulations. Giannis, to your team, this trophy is yours. Well, congratulations, I you guess. You scored the most points. You like scored he was, the most points. He didn't want to say you won. Right. He was like, well, you scored the most points. Because that's all this was. Uh, congratulations. I've never heard it. I've never heard anything like that. Thank before. you for that heartfelt. Oh no, uh, kidding, right? Uh, tribute to our effort. That's like <laughs> what I expected Mark Emmer to uh, to sound like when he's giving Bill Self that trophy. That's right. Like, golly. The thing is, like, I'm not <laughs> lamenting the death of the All Star Game. I don't really right. care that much. Um, I've always liked the rest of All Star Weekend more than the game. You know, like I think the three point contest, the dunk contest, are better. Although we could talk about the dunk contest if you want. How that's almost, I don't know if it's maxed out. It's getting close. Like every year you got to get more and more creative. And this year they rewarded the opposite of creativity. And as I'm not out here trying to cape for Kentucky players, but Jacob Toppin got, got just absolutely robbed. Those things have kind of run their course, right? It's tough, but there's still every once in a while, somebody will still pop up with something at least interesting. They do something different or something impressive. And they rewarded Jalen Brown, I think because he's, was the biggest name in the game, you know, the biggest name in the in the dunk contest for doing something that was less impressive than what they were doing 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Uh, not great. Dunks aren't... We've got to add, we add defense or something? A goalie? Just park someone near the basket? Interesting. So like, you can dunk on your opponent? Yeah, see that? Now that I like. But at this point, like... How many times I'm going to jump over this person? I'm going to put more defense. They should do a charging contest at the All Star (laughs) competition. (laughs) Flopping contest. (laughs) That LeBron would win it. So fast. In line, one after the other. Bring Vladdy back. Marvin Bagley, you made it. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. So look, weirdly, uh, one of the first times I've ever seen. I don't know. If, if you ever watched like a Big 12 game or back when offenses were like the thing in the Mac before changes. Somebody hurt Mac. Um, That's the fun belt. Have you ever watched a football game where you're like, okay, yes. this has tipped from this is super fun to at least try to stop them. Right. It felt like that. Male Trinity. Three. <laughs> <laughs> First one to... 2003, Mail Trinity. That was so fun. Oh, was, sure. Of course it was. Um, yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's just, at some point, it's not the sport anymore. Although with football, I, it's tough to get to that point. It's still fun. When it's like 55 to 48, it's still fun. Now, Usually. In a, it, we'll, we'll take a break here in a little bit and, and bring it home. Uh, it, I did want to just, it's not fair to me that LeBron James is as old as he is. He's my age. He's just a couple of years younger than me and is my age. jumping from just shy of the free throw line. Sets me. It's not fair. He's my age. I don't, that, that makes me sad in every way. Like he turns 40, I think, a few months after me. I, I think. I think I His career it. lasted slightly longer than yours. <sighs> yeah, just a little bit. And at just a slightly higher level. It, just, just a little. He could have played in the NBA when he was like 15. Right. And been effective. 
Texture says we need a bad three-point shooters competition. Yeah, the worst in the league. Now that I would watch. I would absolutely watch. I don't know. You want Giannis to shoot threes against somebody? Ben Simmons. North Thanasis. Ben Simmons, yeah. Would love that. Yeah. Ben Simmons. I would just like to watch Ben Simmons have to go out there. He would never do that. By himself out there shooting. Oh, he would never do it. Do it when he's He'd be like, with his teammates. I injured my spleen. I can't be out there. You would never get him out there. But is there like a, I feel like there's a couple things that, I think the three most intriguing solutions, quote unquote, that I've heard are, are A, bringing back the Elam ending, which I think is an easy one. I don't really understand why they got rid of it. Everybody who watched the TBT is familiar with it. It's a really exciting way to end the game. It always ends on a make made buck. Um, upping up like the pay, having having some sort of, uh, you know, pool prize pool money, five hundred grand or whatever to split between the the winning team. Although I don't know how much of us of a of a help that would be. You know, it's like forty thousand a person for the highest paid guys in the league already, but uh, for the most part. But I think international versus U.S. would probably help to a degree. And the fourth one, so this is the one that was the most outside the box that I read, uh, and I'll have to look back and see who wrote it, but treating it as each quarter as a game and having the 24 All-Stars broken up into four teams of six and basically being just like any pickup like game you've ever been race. to. Well, pick up, any pickup game you've ever been to, whoever wins ah, stays. moves on. Just stays. So if one group of six can hold that court for four quarters is like the ultimate you know uh badge of of of, of glory you know where you have hold the other the court. guys yeah that we got next right yep so uh, it's like the, okay. the starters the starters for each the top six on the west and the east get to get to be you know five on five with one sub and they get beat whoever loses off the court bring in the next next five plus one if they win, they get to hold. If the other team wins, they get to hold. Then you get the other one that comes on. They win, they get to hold. And if not, they get that those starters are back in the fourth quarter. Whatever happens, I think it's a cool concept. Like just to have a to introduce a different, different feel to it. And I think there would be a lot more like uh, playing for honor in that situation than there is right now. The only other thing that I saw suggested that at least made me laugh was the suggestion that they should have to play against the collection of former players who have podcasts now and trash talk current basketball. Gilbert Arenas. You get out there and put your money where your mouth is. Oh, Udonis Haslam making a return would be awesome. Out there. That's awesome. Oh, I think that'd be wonderful. Did you see the the uh, like the starters or the all-star teammates for LeBron when he first made the team in 2005? Oh, no. Can I even <laughs> guess? Ben Wallace, right? I could pull it up. Ben Wallace is one of them. I mean, his first Cavs roster is... Easily one of the funniest things. Booby Miles. And, oh, yeah. I mean, it's a mess. Was Mo Williams there for the beginning? I don't know. I know he was I think, in the middle. Um, I think uh, Boozer was. I think Boozer was on that team. And I, I, the, the video of like all of them being like, I'm sure he can help us. But like, yeah, okay, buddy. You could say that. All right. So the starters. Oh, man. For the East were Allen Iverson. Okay. Vince Carter, LeBron James, Grant Hill, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, my God. Shaquille O'Neal for the East? For the Heat, yeah. Oh. <laughs> five, the one that's out oh, of yeah, yeah. The Dwayne Wade team. Mm-hmm. And then the reserves were Gilbert Arenas. Wow. Dwayne Wade. Paul Pierce. 
Jermaine O'Neal, Zajurnus Logoskis. Wow, there you go. Ben Wallace and Anton Jameson. Oh man. My the, the favorite thing that was said, done, anything last night was Draymond on the alternate broadcast saying, This is like the old cat. He's got forty and his team's down twenty. That was my favorite comment anyone made the whole night. And I cannot wait for Draymond to stop playing basketball and only talk about basketball. Well, did you hear about the him and uh, Barkley? Barkley was like, oh, yeah, have fun in the play. And he, yeah, hold, hold, one of my, my hold one of my rings. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to talk about rings, too, in a little bit. Talk to uh, Jay Williams was uh, was on one this weekend. What do you got? Is, yeah, he was. the star, uh, So the starters from the West is actually like almost the team I was talking about earlier. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Pretty much. Except Yao instead of Shaq. There's Kobe Bryant. Tracy McGrady. Oh, man. Kevin Garnett. Tim Duncan. Yao Ming. Starting. These teams might play games where they shot single-digit threes. Right. And then the reserves, Ray Allen, Manu Ginobili, Steve Nash, Richard Lewis. Wow. He was a baller back in the day. Sean Marion, Dirk Nowitzki, Amari Stoudemire. God bless. That's... We've come a long way, and yet we haven't. All right, let's take a quick break here. We can open up the phones. There is a connection between that game and and what's been going on here on the men's side. Sure there is. Uh, A lack of defense. And we will talk about that on the other side here. On the drive on a 10th of all. Be right back. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Dave Skull. We'll go ahead and open up the phones. 8150-939-3831-939 for the UPS jobs text line. You can hit us up uh, that way as well. I said Booby Miles, by the way. I think that was the running back from Friday Night Lights. It is, 100%. That's my favorite sports book and my favorite sports movie. Your favorite sports book, really? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I love it. 
It's a great book. It's a great I had book. read the book, saw the movie, and it was one of the ones where I was like, maybe this time they'll win. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I really wanted it. Like eh, they did a lot of work to cho- to move them from the semifinals to the final in the movie to make it more dramatic. Yeah, one of my like I I think Friday Night Lights the movie is incredible. I know that everybody loves the show. The show's good. Uh, the movie I think is it's my favorite sports movie of all time. I just think it's 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 incredibly well done. Um, it captures captures Texas Texas high school football and in intensity. Um, and and some things that are universal. With with high school football, you know, but it's yeah, I love that movie so much. It's so good. I do think that they make the Dallas Carter team all forty years old, which is it is the one the one scene where you're like, man, they've really really done some work. You know, like guy that guy's got like two mortgages, at least four kids. <laughs> the guys that come out of the you know what I'm talking about? The guys that come out of the tunnel first. <laughs> Oh, absolutely! Yeah, exactly they're ridiculous. Mean, yeah. So, look, we were talking about uh, the All Star Game last night, and the fact that it was palpable to everyone, even Adam Silver. These people don't care about this, and I said it relates. And if if you watched any bit of that game last night, and found yourself saying like, "This bothers me," because these people just don't care about this. That's how people have felt watching a lot of Louisville's games under Kenny. Now, it's not 211 to 186 because everyone's some of the best players in the world. But the body language, the effort level for a lot of it, not all the time and not every player. uh, You know all the disclaimers. I don't need to overdo this. But you know what I mean. That feeling that you get when when you can just tell by watching some people maybe everybody on the floor at times that this is someone just going through the motions until he can try to score again is exactly how Louisville has looked for a lot of the time that Kenny's been here and Saturday even shorthanded all that whatever was a big fat heavy dose of that and I know you texted me one time during the game this game is great (laughs) which kind of captured everything yeah, I didn't have to say anything else. You know, sarcasm font. <laughs> but, it, like, is that a fair? See, like, and, and, and here's the thing. I'll even go a step further because I don't disagree that they certainly have, uh, uh, you know, it seemed to be more in tune on the offensive end of the, side, of the court. Um, we've talked a lot this year, especially in conference play. Like, you can we can point to Arkansas State and DePaul in a couple of games, you know, pre, pre-slate where – you know, you could say ah, it was a it was a total checkout, but I I still say that I don't think effort level has necessarily been the issue this year, but misguided effort and lack of focus and just the in a, the, the the lack of of principles to stick to, like not knowing what they're supposed to be doing, uh, has been their biggest issue on the defensive end. But I do think it does translate at times to yeah, like they're okay. We can figure out how to score. We can be engaged on the offensive end, but. On the defensive end, you know, hands on the hips and, and kind of getting dejected quickly, you know, and, and just getting rocked every single time down the court. But more than that, like, regardless of whether it's fair or not, the idea that a lot of people get is that Kenny is unbothered. I think that bothers them more than anything. Not just the players. Because I don't, 
think the effort level has been as big of a problem this year. That's true. The coaches. And I know not, not everybody is going to be demonstrative and, and screaming and yelling and, and everything, but it, it's just in a lot of different ways. Like, why aren't you taking this guy out of the game? Why doesn't it feel like, why aren't you calling a timeout right now? And they've gotten better at that in the last couple of weeks, but man, it took a year and a half, you know, where it's like, call a timeout. You have timeouts at your disposal. Please call them. If you want to get that guy out of the game, call it. <laughs> like, if you if you want to stop a run, call it. Just get them in and talk to them about how they can they can they can just make adjustments on the like anything. Like use your timeout strategically, coach. You know, and 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 the the post game comments. You know, like all those things wrap up into a ball where people are just like, man, I don't know if if this guy cares as much as I do, and maybe that's unfair. And maybe that's just his nature and, and, and his demeanor that throws people off, but it's the same question answer you know, the same answers to questions post game and the same the lack of urgency that, that has plagued his his tenure here. Um and the lack of understanding of, of, of the stakes, you know, at, at, at times. And I think that's what bothers people more than anything. It's not necessarily the players as much as it is like I, mean, I don't know if the coaches really understand. The gravity of what's going on, and, and and this is not to ascribe more to sports than than what they deserve, but this is a high dollar position, and there there are stakes to it. There's a community that cares, and everything matters. Every game matters, and it doesn't feel like the coaching staff grasps that the way that the community would like them to. Saturday, uh, the the game at Pitt felt like a, a car crash you could just see coming from a long ways away. Uh, you, Pitt already beat up on Louisville once. Uh, they feel emblematic of sort of the programs going in different directions, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, at this point. They were always like the get-right game for Louisville. You know, even when – I always remember the, the, that short stint where Quentin Snyder was hurt and Donovan played point guard and they went and beat Pitt by like 1,000 up there and everyone made three. It was like the all-star game for us uh, in that game. But then you get the news, Tyler Johnson's out. That was tough. Sky Clark's out, or Skylar, as I've been calling them. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not great. Neither plays so at your work this time. Not your best. <laughs> but for a large chunk of this game, Louisville was getting outscored by one guy. And it wasn't even like it was one guy, and if it was like, oh, well, if Tyler was out there, this wouldn't be happening. Oh, no. No, no. It was not like that one bit. And it really was one of the first times I've felt like this group, who we've liked, we have felt like this is this is a an under-coached, likable group. I felt like they kind of let go of the rope in that one. Yeah. For the first time this year, I really felt like they, too, were sort of just hearts not in it. Was that like reading too much? Like, cause it, that's just what it looked like to me. Well, I mean, everybody has a breaking point. You know, when Blake Henson is outscoring your entire team. Uh, and having into fun the, doing Into it. the second half yeah. for a few minutes. Like, until until he finally slowed down a little bit because they started sitting him some. But, I mean, he, he's, he torched this team. And the thing that irritated me, and I mentioned this on post game with Taylor, was we had played Pittsburgh a month prior. Like, you should have done all that scouting last time around. You should have looked at the film and know that Henson and the team is going to shoot three-pointers all game long. Like, that's what ticked me off the most was, like, 
it wasn't a team that was like, oh, we just didn't prepare because it was the first time we played them all season. Yeah, it, like they shoot a lot of threes. This was not – we knew that from last game, and not just that. It's their MO all season. Even if we hadn't played them before, which we had, and the last time we played them, they shot 34 threes, I think. They were 12 for 34, if I remember from the analysis last week. They shoot a lot of threes all, all season. They're one, they, they shoot a high volume, I think, more than anybody else in the ACC. They're number one. I think Miami's number two. So knowing what they are, just sort of as a profile as a team, and, as you mentioned, quite literally, you can watch film of you having played them earlier. You still somehow came out looking like all of this caught you off guard. I'm not saying that they don't scout. I'm not saying that. I'm sure they do. I mean, I guess. But we don't ever hear who had the scout, do we? It, does that matter to you? It. I just think it speaks to the I, fact I, that I, I, I don't know if somebody. That. I don't know if somebody has the scout. Mm. You know what I mean? And maybe they just don't talk about it because we don't ever win. And that's usually when you point out who had the scout, so you can give credit. You know what I mean? Like beat Notre Dame last week. The women beat Notre Dame, and 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 Coach Walls was like, yeah, and, and you know Steph had the scout. Coach Stephanie Norman had the scout, and of course she did a great job with it. Maybe it's because we don't ever win. <laughs> Kenny Payne doesn't point out who had the scout and talks about it, but the way they play, they play like nobody had the scout. You know what I mean? That's that's why I point it out. Normally, I don't care about stuff like that. Not really, because I assume it's getting done. You know, but after like when you lose the same way over and over again, and you don't seem to know how to defend a team at all, and you're caught by surprise at the fact they shoot a bunch of threes and Blake Henson. Still good. Just like the last time Just you like played. The last time you played him, right? Probably right. ACC Player of the Week. If they haven't announced it yet. Man, he won that by halftime. Well, it was you know, Diener uh, and Blank did like they they're very good about pointing this out. Just about every single time that it happens, for one night, it just happened again to be the night they played Louisville. Pitt was the best offense in all of college basketball. Yep. Their offensive production and efficiency in that game was better than the best offense in college basketball. And that has happened to Louisville repeatedly. And I think Kelly Dickey was the one who pointed out it's the first time in a, over a four-game stretch that three individual players for the opposing team have scored north of 30 points in a game. It's never happened before. I almost thought, I thought, surely we've reached the end of this has never happened. Unprecedented. Tungsten Armo Doyle stuff. Yeah, the, the, the ghosts of the 1941 team yes. can lay at rest <laughs> finally. No. Nope. nope. We got one more. Roust fight. them again, boys. <laughs> You've been outdid again. Right. <laughs> Which means, like, have you all realized this? I know we're all saying some version of five of the five games left. Five, six games left. Maybe one game left. I don't like not very many games. I've got to like my Lenten calendar right now. <laughs> a chocolate behind each door. Oh, that's a chocolate made oats. Yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame is opening up. Eat the shamrock uh, chocolate. <laughs> it's great. It means we're gonna Advent be, calendar, not Lent. Sorry. We're going to be talking. I think you're just making stuff up on the spot, Dave. It's fine. <laughs> it means the next time we suck. It's all going to be this. We're going to be talking about Kenny's these two teams forever. Yeah. They're the 41 team now. 
they're going to be the the whipping post forever now. This is all we're going to be like for the they are going to be we will we will freak out if we ever get in the same zip code as this again. And I know that for a lot of people, the textures have already mentioned this compounded by two equal but opposite things happening at the same time. Ohio State having fired Chris Holman beats Purdue. And freaking Kentucky goes and beats Auburn's ass after looking like crap for most of the season when they play anybody good. It was like, how could this... Our pet's heads are falling off. Yeah, we didn't even have to get into, like, the... There were other things that were upsetting this weekend outside of, you know, Louisville-related, Louisville-adjacent stuff. I mean, that's... It's best-case scenario what happens when you fire your coach. You know, your intern comes in and, and the team's fired up and they have a new fire and everything. I, I don't know if that would happen with this team, but I know that the fan base would be more fired up, you know, uh, and, and maybe some magic would happen a couple of times and you feel good about some stuff going going into the offseason. But that combined with Kentucky actually looking really good against who's been the best-looking team in the SEC And looking the really good month, Auburn defensively. Yeah. They had a week off, yeah. and after a week – they played one of the best teams in the country in a somewhat new money but still tough environment. I I, I am begrudging uh, my praise of Auburn basketball. Just phony asses. But they're a really good offensive team. Kentucky shut them down, and they don't shut anybody down. And it's that sort of thing. And I, th- you can just tell, like, I'm only going to give them credit for this, for being able to use it here. <laughs> but, like, that's the sort of thing we just don't see. Like, wouldn't it have been refreshing? Uh, and, and look, this is not if, this is when. When they fire Kenny, we'll, we'll be able to point to things like this, where it's like, no matter what the opportunity was, you, no Sky Clark, no Tyler. Look, we know they're shorthanded. Was there any sign at all that they had some sort of drastic, weird game plan? Something, well, let's go muck this game up. Let's go. Let's, something we're, we're going to Henson's got whatever many points in five minutes box and one we're going to we're going to make it weird something we're going to play super slow and we're going to make this miserable well they've and one but I mean like that's there's never anything like that it's just let's do the exact same things again every time with no difference they, they when was the last time they did something clever or resourceful something there's just not no no I mean, we've said it all year they don't they're not they don't adjust that's and that's part of this the scout thing though is what i'm saying like they don't seem to to try to to like you said muck it up or or do something specifically for an opponent almost ever or ever I don't know if I've ever, I don't I remember a specific adjustment where we're trying to do something right specific for this because game. of the matchup. That's right. You know, it it's just it drives me crazy. Because it just seems like we're like, hey, we're just gonna go out and fail the same way every time. The exact same way every yeah. time. We're gonna score as many points as we can, and so are they. Yeah. And sometimes we score a lot. But every time they, they score. score a lot. Yeah. Every sometimes we score time. a lot, but every time they score. It's so like lot. we cure offenses that aren't sick. We cure offenses that are sick. 
correct. And it's it's tiresome. And I am so desperate for just the breath of fresh air of this being over with. Yes. That I fell for the stupid fake Vandy tweet that they'd fired Jerry Stackhouse. Oh. And not only did I fall for it, I didn't know I'd fallen for it for three hours. Yeah, I saw Nicole Auerbach tweet that retweet. I was like, wait That's a second. I looked at it. I was like, wait a second. I let my guard down. Yeah. Look, if, if, if I... Hour back, throw something out there. Like, it's tough. It's tough. I know. Whenever it's a, like, reputable journalist that, that retweets something or, or echoes something, I mean, that, then then all of your checks and balances are gone. You know? All I can do is check that. If I can't auto-retweet Nicole Auerbach, what, what's the point of it? What are we doing right? here? I, I mean, it's also believable, too. I've, I was going to say, I've never seen a fake tweet make a graphic. Like, that is true. That that is you know, it was like a statement on Vandy letterhead, so to speak. But I bit that. Th- and I thought to myself, in this moment, in this moment, I'm jealous of Vanderbilt. Ah! And that did not feel good. But think about that. Like in a weekend, I was jealous of Ohio State just sort of getting to play carefree. And they beat the best team in the country in that, that, that moment of fresh air. And then Vandy freed themselves of this. And I'm like, and I'm jealous of them, too. <laughs> In basketball, that's tough. Yeah, but that's that's kind of what we talked about when we argued uh, uh, for getting rid of him after Kentucky was just man, it changes the conversation. The yoke is off from around your neck. We can move on. We can we can talk about who's going to coach next year. We don't have the specter of, of Kenny Payne over the program anymore. You know, it, it's it's a weight lifted from everybody, and they didn't do it. And you get to watch other programs fire their coaches. You know, have some success when they're doing it. Fan base is rejoicing and uh, conversations getting nastier at times. You know, like you just see him pop up on Twitter and the vitriol gets worse. And it's like, guys, it's just not fun sitting it. I just kind of avoid these back and forths about Kenny Payne anymore, you know. Oh, I'm not doing the ifs and, and, uh, but I mean, even like the conversations about it, you know, like even, even like, you know, Twitter conversations or spaces, you know, and stuff like that. But like, I ain't getting in there. You know what I mean? Don't spaces to put hair on your chest, y'all. That's right. I'm we're just not doing it. We're on track right now to be last place ACC two years in a row. That's unacceptable here at Louisville. Yeah. Anywhere, but One especially is unacceptable. here. Yeah. Starting next year, we won't make the ACC tournament with these two seasons. We won't make the ACC tournament. We already had to sit out the uh, ACC SEC challenge this year, which was which was a pretty embarrassing we'll probably make it next year just given the surplus of teams hope. coming in just given i think they'll probably be like stanford cal you guys sit out this year you that's hope. what that's what i hope happens at least or send the guys in lexington over to california that'd be fun too i would enjoy that too but just i wish that was demoralizing even i just i want i hope this is just i'm not i don't know no one listens to me the poor caller called him last week and was like, I hate that uh, Jack Wagon Scott Drew. If you talk to Josh, tell him that. I don't. None, nobody does about this. Well, he doesn't talk to anyone about this. We can talk to him all day if we want to. I really need Wednesday to be it. That's like, like I think everyone needs that. It's a road game. There's a week. Yep. Notre Dame, you, the entire game is going to be one exercise in contrast between a new coach taking over a tough situation, second-year guy who really hasn't made his situation any better. Uh, and, and if they lose that game, which I suspect that they will, you got a week off after that. 
enough already. I mean, it was it was previous to this one that even announcers and such were like, why, or, you know, national college basketball media watching them play Virginia the second time. They're like, why are we doing this? And we don't know. But like tomorrow or Wednesday needs to be it. I hope so. I I. I... For everyone's sake, like That's just to saying, bring like, the blood pressure down in this, so the spaces aren't threatening to kill each other anymore. Geez, <laughs> Chill out, everyone. I didn't know anything about uh, the controversies, and then the, today I opened up Twitter and I was like, "Oh man, some folks got named. They're naming names in the, in the spaces." <laughs> was your name mentioned at all, Biscuit? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no nobody wants to fight Biscuit. Well, he said some harsh things this year. Spencer, are you trying to get? trying to make this worse i have not Quit been I, I have doing? not been on I, i'm sure somebody plenty of people have problems with what i said but uh there were there have been people that have been harsher than me that have been you know i always say i'm i'm, I'm fair some people might disagree but whatever um not that i saw was were either of us name name checked uh but there were some harsh things i've said. been in there i'm not like it's fine but I think it's just emblematic of just sort of where we are. Yeah, I like those people, but it's just like it, like the people, oh, the, the power ten and all that are great. Harold, uh, Jeff, all those guys, love them. Yeah, I, like I I I, I interact with most of them, or I know fun. a lot of them, and I, I just I thought I don't have was, an issue with any of them. It was indicative of where everyone is. Everyone just wants some relief. Yeah, everybody. Like I have to think on some level, even like the just the dyed in the wool advocates have got to be tired. If of the conversation, else. this was saying right. like the markets. They could, it's a release valve, man. Like we we could have, it, it would have done a, a, us a lot of good to have it done and just move on, in my opinion. But if anything, this this extra time has at least, in my opinion, served to further prove that man, it wasn't going anywhere, guys. Yeah, and and we have the clarity we talked about a year ago. Yes, like there's we have it, and even though like, and have had it. In in last year, we said, look, I this is how I feel about this. I have a really hard time seeing this improving, you know, but you probably need to give him the opportunity. He got the opportunity. And it's more of the same, guys. Regardless, like before injuries, after injuries, doesn't matter. It's the same stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. Everything that you could say is due to injuries in these games was happening at full strength. Yeah. All right. Hour number one here in the books. We'll take a quick break. Come right back. We'll talk about the no good, terrible, bad weekend for UofL women's basketball. On the other side here, we'll take your calls, your text throughout. On the drive on 9th and the Ville. Right back.